We believe that you are strong by design and you were made in God's image to have a strong body, mind, and spirit. Hi, my name is Chris Wilson and you're listening to the number one strength and health authority podcast in the world. So let's get ready to unlock your potential and transform your life with today's expert. Hey, if you want the free Core Killers Report, then just text CORE to 345-345. That's CORE, C-O-R-E, to 345-345, and you'll get a text from me asking for your email, and then you'll get the free report sent to your email inbox. And if you're not in the U.S. or Canada, then you can grab the free report at criticalbench.com forward slash core killers. Let's dive in. Your body's hidden hunger hormone that can make fat loss nearly impossible. Coach Chris Wilson interviews strength coach Ryan Stanley. Shifting gears a little bit, we all know that obviously diet, as we've been talking about, is critical to getting results, to fat loss, to looking better, feeling better. But exercise, obviously, is a huge component as well. It's just a huge part of it. But the time required, as well as a life that's filled anymore in this modern technology-based world with sitting, as I'm sitting talking to you right now and I sit on a computer <laughs> for a living. So it's, it's hard to undo all that sitting, even if I go out and I work out hard for an hour a day. So No doubt. Share with us some of your unique experience and background in therapy, physical therapy, to activate and wake up the muscles faster. Okay. So... First of all, you have to understand, I've done a lot of dumb things in my life, <laughs> okay? That's, that's, uh, that's rule number one. I am a risk taker. Uh, the, the fastest way to get me to do something is to say, I bet you can't, dot, 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 yes. and then I'll do that. So I did some, I did some stupid stuff uh, many years ago. I ended up with a completely ruptured pec major. It literally rolled up, completely rolled up on my sternum. Um, that was a lot of fun. And uh, oh, so I had, to have, I had to have surgery. Basically, the surgeon had to, he, he drilled a trough inside of the head of the humerus or the arm bone, shoulder bone, and literally put his hands in there, weaved the cords of the tendon, pulled the tendon out the backside, tied a knot, and then the bone eventually grew back over it. Uh, but it was a, I still have, I have a huge scar. Um, it shrunk a little bit, but it was like an eight inch scar up the front of my arm. And so I had this pec injury surgery, went to rehab, and for a period of about, six months, I couldn't pick my arm up. Like I couldn't lift it up. And it wasn't, it had nothing to do with like the pec itself, but it was the muscles of the shoulder. Like I literally just couldn't pick it up. And they did some diagnostic testing and found that um, I had an inhibited serratus anterior muscle, which uh, you might not know unless you were in physical therapy, but it's an important stabilizer of the shoulder. And if it's not working, you can't lift your arm up. So once they found that, I started doing physical therapy exercises specifically for that muscle. And what's amazing is it resolved itself really quickly, but I started to learn. I was like, man, I've never felt this muscle contract this hard in my life. And I started to think, you know what? What if we applied these drills to in a more bodybuilding context, so in a more muscle-building context, rather than therapy, 
you know, everyone yeah. has, if you look on your body and pick out what your best body part is, you think it's the most well-developed, I'm going to bet you that you can contract it very easily without much effort. You can make it cramp. Um, and you can really feel the contraction. Would you say that's accurate for you, Chris? Oh, of course, absolutely. Okay, now take the body part that you have that you feel is the least developed or the most underdeveloped that you struggle to build. It's a little harder to contract, right? Like you can't really feel it squeezed. Would you Would you say that's accurate too for you? Yeah, well, I've, the, the connection that you have to it, it's like the awareness isn't there. Right, you know? right. And so what that is, that is your brain that is not, has the inability to send a signal to that muscle. So you can keep pounding away. Take bench press, for example. A lot of people will bench press to develop their pecs, but if your brain has trouble activating your pecs, your triceps and shoulders are just going to take over, and you can bench press all you want. The pecs will not be optimally stimulated, and they won't be optimally developed. So we all have stubborn body parts that we struggle to develop. So this is related to muscular innervation or the ability of the brain to send a signal through the nerves into the muscle. Well, in physical therapy, they use these activation exercises to improve when people are injured. I've started using them for people, like you've said, who've been sitting all day. Um, they have poor posture, or maybe there's just a muscle that's really not developed well. And we've started incorporating those. But it's, pretty, it's a simple concept um, in theory, but you really have to know your anatomy to get it right. It's pretty simple. You basically take the muscle to its most shortened position and do an isometric contraction with very, very, very light or no weight whatsoever and do 10 repetitions with a 10-second hold, isometric hold on each repetition. Now, where a lot of people screw this up is they try to go hard on it and they try to really, like, turn it into a workout and they end up turning on all synergist and stabilizing muscles surrounding the muscle that they're trying to work. It should start off as a very gentle contraction until you learn to turn it on, the, the, the target muscle on, and only the target muscle, and then you can further work on squeezing it harder. Um, these can be done daily. It can be done multiple times daily, uh, which I will tend to do for people if I have a bodybuilder and the judges have told them, man, you're, um, you know, your pecs are lagging. I will have him do pec activation exercises uh, two to three times daily and then again before his pec workout to in order to improve that. So um, it basically that wakes up the brain, it improves the innervation or the, the nerve bundle into the muscle, and it makes them contract. So, so now that you've turned the muscle on, it's like a light switch. You turn the muscle on, then you go to do your hard workout, and now the muscle is working as it is supposed to. So in the bench press example, you activate your pecs beforehand, then you go do your bench press, and now you're creating a stimulus to build a bigger chest. Um, so that's kind of where I started with this activation stuff, and it's really proved to be, it's proven to be very effective for people not only returning from injury, but also just in developing certain body parts. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty cool. That's awesome, and I can't help but think as you're talking about that, you know, a body, you know, we're using obviously a bodybuilder as an example. This, this could be for anybody. Just think this that the the posing element. Yes. It, you oh, know, yeah. where you're trying to obviously you're trying to show your body to a, a, a panel of judges and to an audience, and you're trying to show them look, look, look at my body, look at my muscles, look what they can do. And so the the connection that they have 
and and all the effort and, and, and time spent in these positions and posing and contracting the muscles and really, I mean they have they have uh, probably uh, they're at the at the top of the heap when it comes to that mind muscle connection right just because no one no spent that that amount of hours in front of a mirror you know just tweaking and and, and positioning themselves in, in these ways, but their, their muscles are all alive. You know, they have an intimate understanding of how to fire everything. And if, yep. if, if regular people had some of that, <laughs> you know, exactly. just imagine, it, not that people want to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger any day soon, but if they had his ability to pose in front of a mirror, they, they, they would, they would wake it, uh, make these muscles wake up. Yeah, and there's other implications, too, especially for the population today. A lot of it is pain. Uh, back pain is one of the most debilitating, uh, oh, yeah. I'd say, quote-unquote, injuries, because oftentimes there's no actual isolatable injury. A lot of times it's yeah. just, oh, man, my back started killing me. Well, a lot of times it's inactive glutes. It's inactive uh, transverse abdominus muscle in the abdomen, inactive internal obliques that stabilize the spine. I've had people, <laughs> I had a guy, a firefighter, ironically, recently um I, he wasn't a client of mine just a friend and i saw him like hobbling into the gym one day like looking awful and he had he told me he said it's the first time he had gotten up in the past week he had been completely down now this guy has five kids um five children and so he didn't have i mean he, sh- he was he was laid up in bed wife taking care of all the kids and couldn't work and he said, I did something to my back, you know, tweak my back. And I said, yeah, okay, come, come over here. And I gave him a couple breathing drills, some abdominal activation work. And he like stood up and he was like, oh man, this is good. I told him to do it a couple times a day and here like yesterday. So this was, this was probably a week ago. And then uh, yesterday he was in the gym doing front squats, throwing a metal medicine ball violently against the wall, jumps, all kinds of stuff. So uh, a lot of times, it's really that simple. <laughs> it's just add, wow. turn this stuff on like a light switch. It is switch. something. And it's because a lot of us, without even realizing, we've just elected, even if we're people that, that, that work out, that we go for a run, we're, you know, we, 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 we go to the gym a few, three times a week. And, yep. But then we spend so much of our time in this half-fetal position, this seated position, and, and we're just, our muscles, our body's just turned off. You know, we're not standing, we're not up on our feet moving around. Like people, not that long ago, if you go back 100 years or more, people just weren't sitting so darn much. And right. and, and it's this culture that, you know, that's obviously kind of a global thing where it's just we've all kind of been conditioned to be in this seated position that's really, really hurt our, our physical health, um, it, you know, obviously. So... It's it's great to get that kind of insight, and I, I thank you for sharing some of that. And obviously, you went through, you know, with that pec injury, uh, you have a, a, a really uh, <laughs> a really good understanding of how all that worked. So, <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. I mean, I, it was kind of funny at the time because people, my my coworkers, I was a strength coach at the time, at the university. They would mess with me. They would put something up on a shelf and be like, "Hey, Ryan, can you get that?" I'm like, "Shut up!" Like, couldn't even lift my arm, you know. But, but, uh, but got that sorted right away. Uh, one other thing I want to talk about real quick, Chris, with with yeah. proper activation, uh, and this is controversial. I'm going to go ahead and admit it. It's controversial, 
and the impact is going to be small, but for some people, a small impact is all that's necessary to start to get results. A lot of times, our stubborn body parts, quote-unquote stubborn body parts, aren't just weak. They may be just covered with body fat. We all have fat deposits at different areas. We all have a, quote-unquote, last place that body fat wants to come off of. When you contract the muscle, it gives off heat. This heat causes fat deposits from around that muscle to be released into the bloodstream. This is called lipolysis. Now, if you have trouble activating a certain muscle, it is possible that you are going to have fat stores in that area, okay? So one of the things that I do with stubborn body parts where people are carrying excess body part is I will have them do activation drills, then a workout for that body part, and then I have some specific cardio protocols that I'll have them do after. So the activation and the weight training helps release the fat from the area. Then the cardio work uh, helps to burn the fat from that area, if that makes sense. And again, it's a, it's a minor, it, it's, you're not going to go from looking like an elephant to a Victoria's Secret model overnight, <laughs> right? But I have seen it make some measurable changes in skin folds when doing this protocol. So... Well, it, 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 it obviously makes sense to me, and you can't help but think of the whole spot-reducing theory, you know, where people, you know, if I just right. do more crunches, more sit-ups, I'll have this great six-pack over time. Right. Like, well, no. Not quite. <laughs> sit-ups kind of stink anyway for your abs, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> we could yeah, get that's, into we that. Yeah, we could open that, we could open that we, can of worms, too, yeah. We could open that <laughs> one wide open, yeah. But, uh, but I, I understand, obviously, the... The, the theory behind it, right? You know, if, if you're dealing with fat, more back fat or something, as it, say as a man, but you you aren't spending maybe a good amount of time doing pull-ups and doing some of the exercises that would have the greatest impact on the, some of the biggest muscles in your in your back, then I, but then all of a sudden you say, hey, I'm going to commit to X amount of pull-ups per week for over 30, 60, 90 days. And I have a hard time believing that you wouldn't notice a shift in how your right. body looks, how it's developed, right. how it, it feels firmer in, the, in that area because you've, you know, you, you've, you've dedicated a certain amount of time to, you know, to, to that. And then, there, like you said, you mentioned the science behind it, the lipolysis. You know, all of a sudden it's like, okay, then so it, in essence, it almost does work. It's just... Mm -hmm. It, it, it's maybe there's so much more that goes into it too because it's it, you, oh you no doubt you, no doubt this, have it's a, not a, a it's it's not a magic bullet uh, it's not a magic bullet thing it's not going to create miracles but um, I I definitely do with the protocols I have some supplement protocols that assist with the lipolysis and then the cardio portion is kind of important too and we talked a little bit in brief about how. Uh, steady state aerobic exercise um, increases ghrelin levels. I'm not completely anti-cardio, but it's just not the first thing that should be done. Right. And so what a lot of people do yeah. when they lift they lift weights, so the the fat is released from that area. But then if they don't burn it, it just gets deposited elsewhere on the body or right back where it came from. So um, that is why I do utilize the post workout energy systems development work um, for the for the uh, the um, fat loss in that area. Yeah, I mean, I just, I've never, I've never, I can't say I've never, but most often I just don't see someone with 
you know, an ideal physique who only does cardiovascular training, I agree. You know, only yep. does running, only does, you know, biking. There, there needs to be another side of it. There needs to be another component. Uh, yeah, like, well, likewise. if you think about weights are truly king when it comes to a better body. So yeah. um, if we talk about everyone's, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people that have excess body fat will say, I just have a slow metabolism. My metabolism is sluggish. Um, your basal metabolic rate or BMR determines 60 to 75% of your daily calorie burn. That's how much calories you burn just sitting on your butt. That doesn't account for exercise. Right, so exercise, just your, your organs functioning and everything right. else. Yeah. That's just keeping you alive. Exercise is a very small percentage, believe it or not, of your daily calorie burn. So what increases BMR? Weight training boosts BMR. So, you, I mean, when you, when you increase your BMR, you literally burn fat when you're sleeping. You, talk, you hear, you know, a lot of, a lot of, um, uh, a lot of like, get-rich-quick schemes talk about earn money even while you're sleeping. Well, yeah. when you boost your BMR, you burn fat even while you're sleeping. So that's why weight training should be the top priority. So I look at it as a hierarchy. Um, if you only have, let's say, you know, 45 minutes a week to train, um, I would do three 15-minute weight training sessions. If you have a little more time than that, I would probably add in some high-intensity interval-type cardio. And then still, if you have more time after that, then you can start adding in more steady-state aerobic-type cardio. And that's kind of the order I start uh, introducing these things for people because um, you have to go with the biggest bang for your buck, which, when it comes to changing your body composition, is weight training. Thank you for listening, and stay strong by design.